on set. Uh. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk. You are now listening to Unspoken Words Podcast. Oh, hey! Hey, yeah! Hey, hey! Welcome to Unspoken Words episode 146. 46. Oh, all right. A sign that our guardian angels are around us and looking out for our best interests. It's believed they're sending the code as a reminder episode. <laughs> If you hear this, that means you were listening to Unspoken Words, a native podcast. We are your hosts right across from me directly, the Algerian Nightmare himself, all the way from L. Jesus, Mr. Randy B, a.k.a. Pod Gotti. Yo, and he ain't even trying to preach, yo. That one was for free. Yes, all right. Was. And you know me, I am your favorite Indian, except no substitutes, all the way from Bop Boy 90, as Josiah would nine say. 90090. 90090. 90090. <laughs> JCB, hey, what's up? Um, in case you haven't noticed, we have a missing voice. I'm pretty sure he was right behind me when I walked in. He's lost somewhere. I don't know, man. He'll the be third here. machacho. The machacho. The third mesqueteer. The third amigo. The try to our buy. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. That kind of party. All right. Shit, I guess this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Uh, <laughs> that one took me by surprise. <laughs> what the fuck? We always call ourselves a triad, so that one just Try came up, bro. <laughs> I support you. I yeah. dig it. I dig it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I forgot. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Mr. Josiah Mofia, Street Chief Messiah. Couldn't be here right now. He is on his way, so he'll be arriving shortly in any given moment. But we are here, and <laughs> that was good. All right, that was that was threw you threw me out. You got me rattled, buddy. Here, rattled. <laughs> that one just came out. That one was for free. That one yeah. was for free. That one was for free. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Well, here you go. So anyway. <clears throat> As we're sitting around waiting for uh, <laughs> the try to our buy, <laughs> I'm afraid to say it again because it just might stick. I know. You know how you, 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 you're joking around and you say something funny and then it just like, yeah, that all Yeah, then it just stays. Yeah. All of a sudden it's your nickname or something. And that's how everybody ends up with a ranked nickname on, on the res. Yeah, that's exactly how it happens. Yeah, anyway, man, how, how's your day been, man? What's going on with you? Uh, it was good. You know, got to go to work, got to go uh, early. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so today uh, I was pushing these carts. and they, Okay, so these carts are like about, I'd say about five by three. Yeah. Like they're big, so you can put a lot of stuff in there. And when they're empty and I'm taking them back, you know, there's nobody in my way. So I'm like, I, I you know how kids do it or you? Kids will do it at the, at the shop or um, on the shopping cart, like at Walmart. They kinda, yeah, 
hold themselves up and ride along with it. Yeah. So I was doing that. I always do that, you know, I'm just messing around. But um, usually it's lengthwise, so kind of like the way a car would go, right? Yeah. But this time I had it sideways. Oh. So, and I went and I did that. And I made it for maybe a, a couple of seconds like that. But, yeah. man, it flipped up. It flipped up towards me. <laughs> and, bro, if I, if I didn't stick my if my arms weren't long enough to yeah. where I could at least catch myself, I would have flipped over and went right in that car. Oh, that would did <laughs> a backwards if, flip? No, frontwards. Frontwards? Yeah, I would have flipped in there frontwards. And as it was, I already, I like, I, I was about to go, man. I barely saved myself from going. Damn. <laughs> Anybody see it? Toby was there. <laughs> oh, Toby, uh, dad. What did he do? He just, he just started laughing, bro. <laughs> he just kind of smiled because he was across the way and everybody had their back towards, toward me, yeah. you know, towards me. So nobody saw it but him and he kind of went around that corner and man, I was laughing so hard and he just. He was just shaking his head like that. <laughs> and it was crazy, though, because the, the big boss, the general manager, who he uh, recommended us to be on safety committee, me and Toby. <laughs> That's what I did. The day right, after? Right in front of him, dude. Right in front of him as he was showing some guy around. I don't know who that dude was. but What did he say? He didn't say anything. He acted like he didn't see it. Maybe he didn't. I don't know because it was, it was kind of partially blocked. What if he went home and said, they're off the safety yeah, team. Yeah, going to come back tomorrow morning and see <laughs> you get the first ticket. Okay, today, guys, our safety meeting is going to be on. Show, show you a video? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, like, I don't care if people saw me, yeah, whatever, dude, but it was so freaking funny. Like, yeah. I, I literally, like, if anymore, like, just that leverage, and oh. my, my legs would have flipped all the way over, and I would have ended up oh. in that cart. Would have landed in the basket, poof. Boom, and then it would probably would have just kept on rolling. Yeah. Pushing it. <laughs> would have had to get up. Huh? <laughs> yeah. The heck's JC doing in that cart? Well, I'm surprised they didn't hear it because it was pretty loud. Damn. But, um, I mean, it's loud. Is it loud in those buildings? Yeah, those machines are all going. Things are all beeping. The dryer, the washer. Well, the washers are in the back there. And, uh, okay. Um, like, a, like, you have to go through a door to get there. And you work in the dryer part? Yeah, the dryer part. But it, those are still loud. Yeah, no, no, I've... That's a um, commercial drying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Commercial uh, laundry. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, they have radios going, but you can't really hear them unless you're right next to it because they're so loud. But you could hear that. That cart was loud. It was yeah. like, uh, are you skips? Huh? No, are you skip? Yeah. <laughs> That's what Joe Sly is always saying, bro. This guy... <laughs> this guy's always doing stuff, huh? That was, yeah, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> Those kind of things are always happening. So it's yeah, uh, uh, my grandpa was, but so I think it's good. It might yeah. be in the blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so oh, okay. So I, I thought I'd yeah I'd start out with that, but I was also going to tell you yesterday after work. Yeah. So when we're done, we have to um, clean out those lint the lint traps and stuff. And yeah. It, and there's a lot, dude. So we end up with like two big trash bags full. And oh to- yeah. And Toby was helping me. You remember uh, Toby from the... Yeah, from our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 well, yeah. Okay, maybe I'll speak into more of the listeners. But anyway, Toby, Wolf Black was with me, and we went out there to take out the trash. And on our way back, we were just kind of lollygagging around on... We are in a rush to get back in. And there's this guy... Yeah. Walked out from the next business, the parking lot, from one parking lot to the other. Like, he cut right, right, like, probably from me to you. Yeah. And went right through our parking lot, walked right by us, and we didn't pay him no mind because there's people that walk through there all the time. They go through that underpass. Yeah. 
And there's kind of like, like a shortcut. Yeah, like a shortcut. And then yeah. there's people that camp there and stuff like that. Yeah, like that bridge. So he walked right by us, and we didn't really pay him no mind. And then not not even maybe two minutes later, not even that. I don't think I wasn't really paying attention. Toby goes, "Hey, isn't that homeboy's bike right there?" And I turned around, and here's this guy, and he's pedaling away on a bike, and it looked like just like one of our coworkers' bikes. Damn! Hey, and then he was like driving away, and we were kind of we confused us, right? Like I was yeah. confused because he walked right by us, he jumped on this bike and rode away, like you know, like it was his. Yeah. And he's looking at us. He keeps, you know, he's pedaling and he keeps looking over and he keeps looking back. And then Toby was like, I wonder if that's like his, one of his relatives or something. And he said, oh, man, we better go tell him. So we went inside, went and told him and, hey, somebody just rode off on your bike. And he was like, uh-uh. And so we went in the back. He chained it to the chain link fence. Yeah. And it was in the back. And, man, it was cut. They cut his... uh his, Damn, they the cut his freaking chain. chain. Yeah, well, you know, it was one of those wire. Yeah, they're not very hard, but. Yeah, so they took it. Yeah. <clears throat> he, he rode off on it, and then we went and told uh, our supervisor, and he said, which way did he go? And then so I ran out there. I ran out there with him and jumped in his truck, and we went down the block and kind of back there, you know, behind by Central Park. Yeah. Back in that little area and went around, and we looked up and down a couple of the streets, but I'm like, he, dude, he's gone. He's, yeah, he's there's gone. a lot of alleys, huh? But it was an electric bike. It was like a thousand, yeah. like a thousand dollar bike. He it he either has to know him. Yeah, see, that's what we said. Or he lives in that area. Yeah, well, he he came walking out of nowhere, and I kind of did. Uh, I mentioned on the show last year. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off, but this thought came into my mind. So last year on my birthday, I did something, and I bought my like. So I haven't bought, everybody knows my love for shoes or whatever. Like, yeah. nah, I don't have like a real love of shoes, but I like shoes. But anyway, I did myself a, a favor on my birthday and I ordered some and they got there on my birthday. Well, on my camera at home, it caught the thief. Two, two kids walking, uh, red hair. Damn. Like, you know, like right on video, man, broad daylight stole my package right off, right off the porch. Well, anyway, about a block or two from where you work, north, there's there's a house there with a bunch of cars out there. Bro, that's where I found the thief. See, and Bro, uh, I tracked them. It was crazy, like, how it all happened. It was, like, one, like, into another. And I wouldn't even, like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to keep my eye out for this person, whatever, because I posted on Facebook, like, anybody know this person, whatever. Like, people started hitting me up. Um... Long story short, I wasn't even, like, I didn't even know that that person was staying in that area. But that house is pretty well known for, you know what I mean? It could be, because, um... And that's only, like, a block or two from your work site. Yeah, because the way he came in, like, he knew exactly where he was going. Like, he scouted it. Like, he either knew that dude and where he had his, where he parked his bike. Because there was two bikes. There's a girl that had her bike there, too, but hers And was, this is the... Her, hers was on the bike rack. Yeah. But his was in the back against, he, he chained it to the, well. He knew that, which one he wanted. That, po- that pole, but, you know, on the chain link fence. So it was behind the building, and that that girl's, her bike was, the, the bike rack is kind of right there by the front door. Yeah. And he walked right by us, dude, like he, like he was just, you know, going about a Sunday stroll, and then next thing you know, he rode off like he was just, like it was his. Dog, so he's somebody that's familiar with the area, knew what bike he wanted, and then 
obviously knows who the writers are because he felt comfortable to write by you guys. Yeah, like, and, sh- dude, I, I mean, me and Toby were like, man, I, you know, we both were saying, like, wow, I feel bad. Like, we could have did something. But then at the same time, it, like, it was just so bang, bang. Like, how are you going to stop somebody that's just, like, writing to you in broad daylight, though? Like, you don't think, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think nothing. Yeah. Well, he walked right by us first. Yeah. And then, you know, I had my back turned, and Toby, Toby recognized the bike. He's like, isn't that homeboy's bike right there? And I turned around, and I said, it looks like it, because it's a white one. It's an electric bike. Cause we yeah. Were, he has two of them. He has one of those little tiny ones. Those yeah. Little, it's like a little scooter, but it's it's a cool little bike. But he has this. He just got this one. This it's a white electric bike, and I was out there talking to him about it. And, you know, we were checking it out. And I was asking him, like, not maybe a day or two before that, so wow. I knew what it looked like. Yeah. And this guy kept looking back, kept looking back like that. You know, like you waiting know, for you guys to chase say, him, say, say something, or but we like I don't know. I mean, I I think I was more confused than anything at the time. Yeah. But then after that, man, I felt just bad, like. Dude, I just watched him drive away on Homeboy's bike. Yeah, allegedly. But he, and then he, 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 well, come to find out this kid, our co-worker who had his bike stolen, shared some info with his sister on Facebook where he worked and probably shared a picture of his brand new bike or whatever. And he thinks it might have been somebody she knew or know that she might have been friends with. I don't know how that works, Shady. But, but yeah, well, the whole thing is kind of, hmm, man, because he, he knew what he was doing. He knew where he was going. He knew what he wanted, and he just went and got it. And knew who off. the writers were. He, he went and took off. Man, it, it's crazy, like, because I was reading in the paper today about that freaking person that stole, stole the skidster at the construction site up here, down by Costco, you oh, know, yeah? right there on Overland. So they stole the freaking skid at the construction site. And then they drove straight over to the ATM, and they freaking tried to take the ATM out. But they couldn't get to the box that holds the cash. Dog, so they tore that whole freaking ATM up. Yeah. Like, with a skid, bro. Like, literally, like, bro, like, Monday morning at, like, I don't know what time what time the paper said, but it, like, yeah. It wouldn't budge, huh? I guess not from the reports. <clears throat> yeah, because that, that's another thing Toby brought up today, too. He asked me if I heard about that one, and I was like, no, I never heard that one. But I didn't know they stole something to then take it over there and use it to you. Man, that's Yeah, crazy. bro, a skid, bro. They stole a skid from some construction site, then drove it straight over to the freaking ATM at Wells Fargo, right by Costco, which is like, you know, the gas area. Are you familiar with that area? So where you put where the people where the customers put the gas in? Oh, okay, I know. Just kind of north of like that, that, across the road is a drive-through ATM for Wells Fargo. They have a branch there, but there's like this pull-up ATM there. That I'm thinking, you know, because I do gas there a lot at Costco, but um, yeah, whoever stole it, like. Because those kids, you can kind of maneuver around. Yeah, and they just and go back, break you know, it off, and then take yeah. it. Yeah, but the report said that they caused a lot of damage, but they didn't take off with the cash box. Jeez, dog, they must make those pretty, uh, pretty stout. Yeah, pretty man. I don't know, pretty. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know who I think uh, <clears throat> investigates those? The Secret Service. Anything with an ATM. So they're anything financial too, right? Like above the IRS oh, yeah. too. It's like uh, I think that is like a, fed, the feds anyway. Yeah, the treasury or something. 
Yeah, like so the bank secret, robbery. Yeah, the secret uh, secret service, huh? Yeah, I think it's a secret service bank robbery. Like if you say, I took your card and went to the ATM and used it, then I think that's who investigated. I think. I think it used to be like that. I don't know about now, but like in bank robbery too, the feds doesn't matter where. It, like, I wonder if they were when they know when my card got stolen in Texas at the beginning of the summer. That's probably who investigated it then, huh? Probably. I mean, like, because your bank or the bank got it back, right? So then they probably went and had somebody investigate. We'd well, that's what they said. They were like, uh, we usually don't do this. Um, there's no insurance for this type, whatever. And what she did was put the money back into that account. Nice. But I don't know who, I don't know what happened to it after that. All I know is that the money was put back in and then uh, the police were notified. Police. But, um, yeah, so that happened. Yeah. It's crazy. And see, and it sucks, too, because that's happened to me twice here in wow. Billings. Like, I had two bikes stolen. One right out of the courthouse. So I'm never going to ride a bike uh, wherever we're meeting at. I'm never going to ride my bike to <laughs> meet up with our crew. If you do, bring it inside. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring it inside. Drive up 10 speed then. Whoa, oh, where did you come oh, from? What's that? What's uh, this guy? Snook up on me. With I've that been big, here. beautiful voice. I've been here the whole time. At BBV. Yeah. <laughs> He's been listening. <laughs> I've been stopped. watching you guys. Oh. Been I've, been, I've been holding my breath. <laughs> Whatever you need, pop the breath there. <laughs> I've been holding my breath. Fuzz, <laughs> we were playing hide and seek. You didn't even look for me. <laughs> Oh, oh like, man! Just come from a Kanye West video. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, why oh, are you just like boys to men? Boys to men. All the weeds come to the end of the All road. Jokes aside, you look pretty slick, bro. <laughs> I know. Right? You look nice. You look nice. Yeah, Dapper. I kind of feel myself sharp. today. You look sharp. Do doing spin around. Do oh, he's doing around. a twirl. Hey, hey, he's got a white button-up shirt. It's nice. He got some nice slacks on. Linen. Linen uh, oh, white top, damn, cleaner yeah. than clean white shoes on. <laughs> yeah. some nice all white New Balance. Yeah, I had nice. to bring some uh, flavor to my new job. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch out for them mud puddles. <sighs> Make me think it's Easter Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was walking around today, and there was this uh, little uh, sidewalk right by the parking garage, and there was just like this puddle on this side of the sidewalk. Yeah. And it was awkward because there was this white lady walking from this side of the campus. Yeah. And I was walking right there, and I'm like, man, I picked a bad day to wear white on. Yeah. She bust out laughing. And I could tell, like, you know, like, yeah. you're in the middle of, like, nowhere. It's like a big native guy. Yeah. You yeah. know, she's a lady. So I, like, I had to make nah, her. I know the feeling. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, I don't want to be, uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, just crack a joke. Make yeah. them feel comfortable. Yeah, make her feel comfortable. I'm like, Unfortunately. Say, uh, I picked a bad day to wear white. Give like, me your purse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she probably would have threw her tacos out. And <laughs> Give me your tacos. tacos. Yeah, she had tacos, though. Give me those tacos. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Hey. <laughs> Stay away from my tacos. <laughs> oh, no. Touch my tacos. <laughs> What's going on, man? Not much, not much. Just had a little, you know, family emergency, but it's everything, you know, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. So that's all I'll say about it for now. Cool. Cool, man. But I appreciate the prayers. I know you guys have been shooting me texts and everything, so I appreciate that. But 
yeah, I mean, everything's going to be all right, and maybe we'll talk about it down the road. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, what's up? Cool, oh, man. Oh, show. Anyway, I was just telling this guy we saw a bike theft at work yesterday. Oh, damn. We out there? Um, at work? I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, there's like, there's not too many businesses around there, and there's an overpass, and there's like, yeah, so where all like, the homeless people hang out. Just real quick, like me and Toby were standing out back at the end of the day. We were yeah. just about to clock out and go home because we were done. But some guy just walked right by us, right, like like I said, from me to maybe Randy or maybe me to you. Yeah. Just walked right by. And, you know, I didn't think about it because, you know, there's a lot of people that do that. You yeah, know, yeah, do yeah. that overpass. They camp there. They cut across there. They do all kinds of stuff. They under bust that. the Mac there. They bust their Macs <laughs> under the bridge. They under the bridge there. Love. <laughs> they, they hold hands. <laughs> they whip out the smoochers. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I didn't pay him no mind. And the next thing you know, Toby was like, hey, isn't that homeboy's bike? And he would just. Rode off right in front of me. <laughs> Damn. And, Damn. We, and it was confusing because I, like, I, like, I didn't know what to think, honestly. And so we had to go in and we told him and he was like, uh-uh. So we went out back and checked and sure enough, his lock was cut. Dang. Snipped it, jumped on, hit it out. Brand spanking new too, huh? Brand, Man, well, he, like he, the dude know, knew exactly where it was too. See, see, uh, see. That's exactly what he's, I just now said. Yeah, man, he's well, that, case in the place. That's exactly what everybody says when we describe me and Toby described what happened. Yep. They were like, "Yeah, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was after." Yeah, walking straight in. I've been, I think, in that same parking lot. It's kind of like a little gated, gated area, isn't it? Well, there's a um, there's, there's two a businesses the there. There's a fence in the back, and it goes all the way to the street. That yeah. street that goes underneath, and you pop out on Montana Avenue. Yeah, it kind of goes around. So it, there's one there, and then it goes all the way around. To, I don't know how far in the back because I've never yeah. walked back that way. Yeah, but that other business that's next door. I don't know if it goes past that too. But either way, he didn't even do that. He walks through the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of this video I just now seen. This guy was like. Uh, it was like home security cam and like the garage. They left the garage open. Oh wow! And like the guy came in, he was starting to steal the bike, and the dog came out, was barking at him. Big old like uh, golden retriever. Oh yeah, those I, big I, old furry ones. And like he puts the bike back and he like starts petting the dog and stuff. I saw the um, like still shots of it. I didn't watch the video though. I don't know if he ended up stealing the bike, but man, a lot of these thieves are getting caught too. And you would think that there would be cameras out there. There was none. Apparently. The story goes that when a former GM left, she took the codes to activate them. There's cameras out there. There is cameras out there, wow. but they can't even use them. They can't use them because they don't have the codes. And then that I, that IT company or wherever they go through won't give them back the codes for whatever reason. I don't know. They tried to explain it to me, and I'm like, that's stupid. That's real stupid. Why don't they just change providers then for the security system? Yeah, they better do something now because, uh, yeah. Oh, and then I forgot to mention it was also it was an electric bike. That could be oh, a felony dang. because those run about thousand dollars, bro. See, that's, that's, and that would be a felony theft. That's what uh, one of our other coworkers said too. She said it's like a well, I think he said a thousand. It's nine hundred ninety nine dollars. I think is the statute. No, I mean I, the, the value of the bike. Oh, yeah, so it's definitely a felony. So it was a $1,000 bike, an e-bike, or, you know, the ones that... Yeah, the electric you can bikes. Pe- you can pedal it, but you have to start... If you the start hybrids. it, it'll go by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so, yeah, they were saying it'd probably be a felony. But, see, I was telling this guy also, too, that um, this other girl, she rode her bike there, too, but hers was on the bike rack, and the bike rack is close to the front door, but his was in the back. He chains it to the back fence. 
But he What's went for this? that one. He went for that one. He didn't touch that girl's bike. Did he just switch parking spots too with his bike, you said? What do you mean? Like the guy who got his bike stolen, you said that he used to park up in the front, but he just moved it to the back? No? No. Uh, no oh, I, I heard he, you wrong. He, he he has two different bikes. He has oh, two okay. of them. He has that little sm- those, one of those little smaller ones that go by itself. Yeah. And then this one is a bigger one. It looks like a mountain bike. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm familiar with the e-bike. I was just saying, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Doing he Doing some own investigating. I don't think he ever um, parked at that, that bike that rack. That spot before? No, no, he, that's where he put it all the oh, time. Oh, okay. Okay. And, oh, and then, okay, here's another thing, just another little twist, is one day we were, they got picnic tables back there. Yeah. So, you know, we can go out for our breaks, people smoke there, and some people go out there and eat. Yeah. And we were sitting back there, and then this dude comes by, comes from, the, remember I was telling you, along that fence line in the back. Yes. And he's got a backpack, and he, for some odd reason, he had an inner tube, but he didn't have a bike. And he came walking through there, and he didn't say anything to anybody. He just walked around, walked right in front of everybody. Yeah. That grassy little area. You've been there, like, around that corner where the front door is, right? Mm-hmm. There's that little grass area. Yeah. And he just walked through everybody and then just headed out. And then me and my coworkers just kind of looked at each other like, where did what? that dude come from? What was that? <laughs> where did he even come from? Yeah. Because he came from the back, like, wow. out of the trees. There's, like, bushes back there. Huh. And I think, and I and maybe it's just... Um, my mind playing tricks on me, but I'm pretty sure it might have been the same dude. I bet you. Like he was trying to get it that day. He'll probably yep. come back around. I'll probably see him, I bet. Yeah, but if I do, I'd probably say, like, hey, man, you look pretty familiar. I'll say something. I'll definitely say something. Yeah, and there's Bump like. the back of his tire. Yeah, that bike's probably so. I would. There's like pawn shops just two, three blocks up the road, too. And then my. Uh, he probably rode it right over there and sold it. So me and my, my two hundred bucks on what would yeah. it be like a quarter of the price is like two hundred. Isn't that what the pawn shops do? Shoot, like, they'd sell that thing for fifty bucks. But pawn shops buy your product for like a quarter of the price, still, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. But um, our supervisor jumps in his truck, and so I ran him behind him and jumped in too. And we went down the road. I mean, we went that across the uh, what is it, Central? Yeah, yeah. On that side of it, and went through that that neighborhood and kind of looked up and down and. He's gone, bro. He's by gone. then, by then, it was about at least ten minutes after he done it. So he was, he had, he was gone. He blazed off. a couple of traps around there. Is there a, what? Did he look? Did he look rough, homely, or is he just well, like he, clean clothes? No, he looked like he was an addict. Okay, and this is coming from an addict. Oh yeah, yeah. and somebody who's seen addicts all yeah. his life. He looked strung out. He looked sucked up. He looked like he was. Meth not out. healthy. Mm. He looked like he buys meth and not brisket. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I did that? Yeah. I flipped that around. There's a post on social media that says, uh, I buy brisket, not meth. Talking about us yeah. bigger guys. I even made a post I, like, <laughs> on unspoken words. Yeah. Put our logo on there and said, buy meth, not meth. Buy brisket. meth, not meth. That was you today, uh, huh? Buy brisket, not meth. Yeah. No, I didn't make that. I made that post a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago. Oh, who was the huh. one that posted that one today? I don't know. Yeah, it's out there today. Yeah, he it's, he looked like he was. I don't know, and he's just, definitely strung out. Was he? Was he white native? Yeah, why well, he's white? Oh, okay. The real question. That's the real question. Now we're getting to the heart of the matter. Was he a Bellings man or a Native American man? 
<laughs> what does he do? Just come off the reservation to do his stealing and then go back? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he did. In fact, I would go so far as to say that's exactly what it is. That's what they do, you know. You ever hear those kind of questions? No, for sure. <laughs> what are they doing off the reservation anyway? Yeah. Like my cousin's friend's uncle's nephew's former roommate, he had his bike stolen by a Native American. And oh. that's exactly what happened. <laughs> he probably rode it over to the transit and he's back on the reservation right now. Once they get to the reservation, there's nothing you can do. It's like an iceberg. <laughs> Which danger do you choose? Oh, and I almost fell in a cart today, so that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dang. Didn't they almost drop the 300-pound sheets on you? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of would have enjoyed that. (laughs) He was like, come here, you auntie. (laughs) (laughs) Splayed out in that big-ass cart. Come here, you. (laughs) (laughs) Just like crow fares of old. (laughs) I said nesty, but I'll take you, auntie. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite flavor of tea. <laughs> but I caught myself. I saved myself. All right, that's good. So, how'd you find the cart? Did you already explain it? Yeah, I explained yeah. it. So, if you listen to it, but I'll tell you real quick. You know, like how kids at the shopping their shopping carts kind of run, and then they hold on to. Oh it. yeah, yeah. I was doing one of those. I do it all the time, but I didn't do it like you know going towards like the way a car would go. Like yeah. This way, I would did it sideways, and it oh. flipped up like that. Oh, dang. And I, if my arms were just a little bit shorter, I wouldn't have been able to reach all the way down and catch myself. Dang. And push myself out. And then, to top it off, the big boss was right there showing some guy around. <laughs> he's but, probably talking to you out there. JC's our hardest worker. Yeah, he's our hardest He's been worker. here the longest. And then we just boom, put him on just, the safety committee. <laughs> <laughs> chairman of the safety board. <laughs> and then he just come flying ah, in. Brah. Flying in. Uh, yeah, but... The cool thing about it was everybody had their back to me, but Toby was coming towards me, and he saw the whole thing. And he's just laughing at me, dude. And I, bro, I was I was laughing so hard I had tears in my eyes. That was funny. That's good. Oh, good, good, jolly fun. Um, was that so? Is that the opener? The icebreaker was just talking about our days and all. Yeah. That? All right. Yeah. Nah, I seen some street cheese, man. While now, I got to come Today? up with an icebreaker for tomorrow. What do you think would be a good one? Um. Just do two truths, two truths and a lie. That's always. A I good told one. him I go. Wait, I'll ask him on a. I'll ask him on a, on there on the pod. <laughs> yeah, two truths and lie. Always good. Uh, that's always fun. You know, we Being played it a out group here, of about twenty five. That's because we're running out of truths. I know it's all yeah. lies. I know, I know. but lies. All lies. It's like. Let's just do three lies. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me three which lies one's the biggest lie. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that's kind of true. <laughs> half truth, half the lie. The truth lie. The truth lie. 25 people, what are you doing? Uh, we're doing like a... Um, for Native students, it's like an orientation for oh, like nice, Native nice. students. So we're we're going to tell them like what the NAAC does, the Native American Achievement Center. Yep. Um, for those that don't know, I just started a position as a Native Success Coordinator with MSUB, and I work out of the NAAC building. An NWACP? So, yeah, and basically our job is to recruit and retain the Native students that come for sure. through. Nice. Um, we're basically like a home away from home. Right on, and right I'm on. using this part of our podcast to perfect my spiel for tomorrow. 
All right, right on. Yeah, do do truth and lie, or uh, like the walk up music. That's always a good one. Oh, the walk up music. Yeah, if you had a oh, that'd be good, huh? Yeah, the one we did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and you gotta do it so they don't just say, "Oh, this is my song." Say why? Yeah. What does it mean? What would you be wearing? Yuck. What kind of shoes you got on? Which shoes got on? Uh, That'll be something good. I like anything that will engage them, like to make them think and respond. Yeah, for sure. Anything to get them talking because that's what you want. Get them laughing. Kind of break their ice, huh? Yeah. Just kind of go and tell a joke. I know. Yeah. But it's really just talking to talking to the students. You know, kind of being an encourager. And if you get nervous, just imagine yourself naked. Yeah. And that'll I take- read that today somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was talking about having trouble with public speaking. Yeah. She was like, I can crack a joke, but I can't talk in public. Mm. So mm. one of the people that answered on her was like, picture yourself naked. <laughs> I don't see how that helps. I don't either. I was like, what? Or they tell you, they'll say, picture everybody naked. And I'm like, what? How does that <laughs> Did I say it backwards? I don't think they say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just start that's, laughing. That's weird, man. That, that takes me back to like high school, man. We had yeah. a we had a um, a show in the auditorium one time at Lodgegrass. And there was this kid. And we didn't know like what he was, you know. Like we didn't know if he like went, you know. We didn't know if he was, um, what's the word? Straight or gay? Yeah, oh, okay, we yeah, didn't yeah. know. But they, we had a hypnotist. I didn't know if that was PC, but anyway, we had a hypnotist come in, and man, at the front, bro, like he zoned out on that other dude, huh? And uh-huh. the hypnotist asked him, like, "What are you doing right now?" And he goes, "Or who are you staring at, bro?" And he like said his name in a real freaking gate, like a, you feminine, know, feminine voice. Yeah, bro, it was crazy. Right. But the whole school just kind of like, ah, oh, like you know. Huh. It's crazy. Yeah. Weird. The hypnotist said that? Not the hypnotist. No, the hypnotist was asking the volunteer. Remember they always invite students up here? Yeah, so that's what they did. So they invited him in there, and he's under the hypnotist. Like, he goes through the thing. Yeah. And then, like, he's just, like, zoned out. Like, he's like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the hypnotist, like, you know, he's asking all those participants questions, and then they get up to him, and they're like, oh, who are you staring at? Because he's, like, unblinking. Yeah. And just staring, and the guy's like... Mama. You know, like he said yeah. the name, bro, and everybody just kind of like, oh, man, like, you know, uh-huh. watch grass. <laughs> watch grass. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Mm. We just had fun with that, I guess. Yeah. What did you say? You, you saw some some people wilding out or what? Yeah, or just like one, one, there's a street person, street chief lady. She's all passed out over there by Dealer Park. Oh, right yeah. now? Oh, morning. Like, remember that right over there? There's a dealer park, right? There's yeah. yeah. Field right there. Remember, Old Cobbfield. Yeah, the, stat, the statue's there. Yeah. yeah. She's right there, just on laying on a sleeping bag, like, crashed out all, like, all Is morning till like, 12. She was moving around. At first, I was like, whoa. Who is she? I don't know. She was sleeping face down. <laughs> <laughs> you should have recognized <laughs> You should have recognized <laughs> She looked like a new one out there. <laughs> no, I don't know who she was. Some lady. Okay, so when I was driving back from work just now, too, there was this girl. She had, like, a red hoodie on. Yeah. A zip-up. And she was just standing there, like, right across from, uh, 
Albertsons on the, you know where the tracks are? Yeah. yeah. She was on the other side of that fence. And she was just standing there like. Man. Like that, like just no. Staring to the rims? No. Yeah, well, yeah, towards the rims. But she was looking at that building. She looked like she was looking at Albertsons. Dog, she's probably high. She was just standing there like she wasn't moving. She didn't seem to be blinking or anything. And, you know, like that's right where that you kind of merge in with the traffic. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of slowing down and I had a chance to really kind of what the heck. Uh-huh. And she didn't, like, she didn't move. She, her eyes didn't move. She was laser focused on something. I don't know what it was. But she was on the other side of the fence. Hmm. And she was just standing there. And she looked a little unkempt. Spun out? Unkept. Unkempt. Spun out? <laughs> she, all of the above. All of the above. Well, I don't know. Because, you know, like, to me, spun out mm. would be, like, she was moving. But she wasn't, like, she was just stock still. Just boom. Yeah. Like, you I don't, don't, You never got stuck on stupid on meth? Oh, yeah. I've done that before. <laughs> like when you're like, you stop. can't talk, you can't do nothing. Just sit there. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten stuck like that. But I, maybe it could be. And then, like, wow. when, you, when you come out of it, then you're, like, really, really like, high. Right. Yeah, like, I'm alive. But, um, yeah, like, you, you I'm see I'm going to go those, do a thousand push-ups. Do you guys want to join me? <laughs> you see those kind of things, like, on like on scary movies and stuff, like oh, horror yeah, shows. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. somebody's just standing there, like, like what the heck? I mean, I hope she's okay, but it's just an odd thing to do. Yeah, that is weird. <clears throat> yeah. uh, you guys probably seen the um, gentleman out there. He's black, homeless guy. He yells at traffic. Oh, yeah. Cusses at traffic and stuff. Is that the guy that was over here across the street that day or no? Yeah, yeah. He was just walking and yelling. Yeah, yeah. that guy, that guy. He's always fingering? Yeah. Anyway, so I was cruising down six last week, last Tuesday. I think it was, or maybe it was a couple of Tuesdays ago now. But anyway. Uh, we're coming down for basketball skills and yeah. drills. He was standing over here by where the U.S. Bank, it's all fenced off right now. He was standing there, and he was cussing at cars that were going on 27th, and I was on 6th. And I was like, oh, I'm going to say something to this guy. And I rode down my window. But by the time I got to where he was at, he was just walking towards the library. So he didn't say anything. Oh, I was about to say something. Back you didn't? There. I didn't. No. <laughs> you should have. Because he was standing there and flipping off cars and cussing. Well, I was waiting at the light, and then he went, he turned, and I didn't see him because there's that light pole there and that fence. And I rolled down my window. I was getting ready to say something. <laughs> I, uh, I fingered him back one day. <laughs> yuck. <laughs> like, hey, yuck, that back? didn't sound right up. <laughs> back? <laughs> no, but you know, he just stands there, yeah. yells at the crowd, and he fingers you, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, like, he flips you off. <laughs> yeah, say yeah that. he flips you off. Gives yeah. you the finger. <laughs> that don't sound right. That's why I said, like, what do you say? This guy, a straight guy. <laughs> but anyway, man, I fingered him, bro. It was me and my daughter, and he was like, yeah, I flipped him off. Bro, I flipped him off. <laughs> No wonder he's pissed <laughs> off at the world. <laughs> Dog, I flipped him off. And then, like, he see me, and, bro, he started yelling at the top of his lung, You racist, you're doing that because I'm black. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. But, Dude, yeah, he's, he's driven. Yeah, he's yeah, he's one. Well, I guess there's the... the, the <laughs> that one. don't sound right. Uh, bro, I fingered him. <laughs> I fingered him back. <laughs> back. <laughs> But they're okay, so the, the, the exact opposite of that, if you go by, um, oh, what's where they, where they used to play ball? Uh, Terry Park. Yeah. yeah. If you go by there, there's a dude that waves at everybody and smiles and waves. Oh, bro? Yeah. I didn't go by, that, by, the by that firehouse. 
Yeah. Okay. A firehouse at Terry Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, drive by that because yeah. I've seen him more than once, and he's huh. you know, he usually got uh, Broncos gear on. Yeah. Mm, okay. But he just kind of yeah. no, he doesn't say anything. He just smiles and goes like the waves. Huh. Yeah. So, so I started waving back. I've seen him a couple of times. At mm. first, I, the first couple of times, I didn't wave to him because I thought, "What's this guy? Did he know me or something?" <laughs> but then yeah. I noticed he's waving at everybody. Yeah. Huh. It doesn't look feds. Feds. <laughs> 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 feds. He so, knows me. So every, for every one that fingers you, there's one that waves you by. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Why do you got to say it like that? <laughs> for every one that fingers you. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> okay, cool. So you guys feeling warmed up? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. All right. So you guys, uh, yeah, let's do this, right? Yes. All right. <clears throat> DJ, if you're ready, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. You want to fight? You want to fight? <laughs> Your Wu Tang sword and the Shaolin could be deadly. Swinging swords, how do you say that? The sing, the swinging sword lecture. Yeah, closing down the sector. Supreme neck protector. Better warn him, kid, Mister Mess. Um, so yeah, we're gonna touch on. We're gonna we're gonna give our opinions. We're gonna talk about this uh, Montgomery brawl. <laughs> That's what they're calling it on social media. I know we're about. Almost a week removed from it, but hey, man, we want to talk about this. It's been about a whole week, huh? Yeah, I think it happened last Saturday. Yeah. Last Saturday. Let me see what the date was then. Uh, it happened on Saturday the 5th, I believe, or it might have been Sunday. Or I think it was Saturday the 5th, that evening. <clears throat> so basically what happened was this riverboat uh, gave cruises and like a dinner party uh, to whoever wanted to get on, whatever, and they just go on this two-hour cruise on the river, and they dock in in the city downtown Montgomery, Alabama, and <clears throat> when they came back, there was a pontoon there in the way, and they were told not to park there, but they left their pontoon there, and over the PA system, from what I read and different reports I watched, they were... Announcing over the PA system for like half hour, 45 minutes, asking the owners to come and move that pontoon. And all they got back were the, the people on the dock were, that owned the pontoon were cussing and fingering and doing other kind of gestures towards the riverboat. And then another employee of the riverboat pulled up to the riverboat with another boat and got the co-captain of the riverboat and drove him to the dock. And then he proceeded to try to get the people to move. They're cussing him out, blah, blah, blah. So then he took it upon himself to un him and the other employee was a 16 year old white male. And uh co-captain was a black male around 48 years old. They un started untying the pontoon to move it. They were just going to use the ropes and like move it yeah. out the way down the dock so that the big river boat could dock and the people could get off. So as they started doing that, then the owners came over, started cussing them out, and there's an exchange. They're arguing. You could see it on all of you guys probably seen it on video. Yeah. And then the dad 
starts throwing punches on the river on the co captain. Yeah. And then the sons come over and another, another couple other gentlemen come in and they start jumping him. But if you look in the videos in the background, there's people already coming. They're standing on the pier. They're watching. And there's one uh, black gentleman that's standing there. It looks like his family. He, like, once they start arguing, he's already coming down. And then once they start jumping him, he's like, he's like halfway down. He takes off and he comes running down. He starts breaking up the fight. And then a 16-year-old male jumps in water. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's basically it. And then once the boat docks, even more, all hell breaks loose and everybody starts jumping the family. And <clears throat> they, uh, a lot of those people were waiting to get on for the next ride, right? Yeah, the ones on the pier. Yeah, the ones on the, on the pier. And the ones on the pier, were they the ones that helped the uh, co-captain? Uh, a couple of them. Most of them came from the boat that was yeah, wanting to once, dock. Once it finally docked, and man, they all jumped off and started beating ass. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. I've been, um, I follow Sean King on Instagram, and he kind of been talking. Um, so he said there a lot more information is coming out. Uh, number one, those white folk were literally calling the black man uh, the N-word with a hard ER. Huh. Um, several witnesses heard of it. And then number two, it says that black man they were beating, who we all saw throw his hat in the air, was the co-captain, like you said, yeah. and is a legend in Montgomery. His name is Damien Pickett. Yep. Damian and he Pickett. was so beloved by the crew, that's why Aquaman, the kid that you were mentioning, yeah. jumped into the water and why the crew all got off the boat ready for all the smoke. Yeah, Aaron Rudolph is the 16-year-old Aquaman. And there was even that white lady, uh, the white lady that was seen um, kicking and spitting Captain Pickett while he was down, actually was just arrested uh, literally within not too long ago. But her name is Mary Elizabeth Todd, and she was charged with assault for Mm -hmm. her role in kicking and attacking Captain Pickett. Yeah. Um, They've been charged with hate crimes. Good. All all of them have been arrested. So... Yesterday they said there they, there wasn't enough to charge with hate crimes, so now they have, though, huh? Yeah, yeah because multiple witnesses, witnesses are coming yeah. forward saying that while fighting, and this isn't far-fetched, and what kind of got me, and because and, I saw it, and then I'm like, man, I wanted to respond, like say something. Yeah. And I'm like, man, let me check it out. Let me, you know, let me. But one thing that I noticed is the people that were vouching for that song that recently came out by Jason Aldean, yeah. Try That in a Small Town, mm-hmm. the same people that shared, <laughs> that were pro that song, yeah. um, haven't shared anything regarding this oh, particular yeah, yeah. incident. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I think it's kind of like a double standard. It's like, okay, if you're going to share this, and this is where I feel like a lot of racists or, or closet racists don't have a backbone. Yeah. Is they'll share these things like the Jason Aldean song. Yeah. But with this thing, they're silent. Yep. And right now, at this point, what we need our white friends and and mainstream friends to be doing is joining us and saying, hey, this stuff ain't right. Yep. Like, it's, we can't try to act like we're keeping things safe when it's overtly racist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's the problem that I have with society. Yeah. <clears throat> when I first seen it, I didn't even see it until, like, I seen all the posts, like, Sunday, Monday. And then it wasn't even until Tuesday, like, Tuesday morning when I finally, like, okay, I want to see what this is about. Yeah. 
because I've seen posts and memes about a chair, and I was like, what, what, what's this? <laughs> what's this? You know, it's like in the Black History Museum. And stuff. I was like, yeah. what? I want to see what this chair is about. So that's what I started looking up, and one of the first videos I pulled up on YouTube and started watching, I was like, oh, like I was just thinking race right away, because yeah. it's like five white dudes and two white women jumping on a black guy. I was like, oh, this is all about race. Yeah. And then when they seen that that first dude that came out, a big dude, he probably about six eight, yeah. three hundred pounds, and he's just pushing like he's breaking it up. He's breaking it up. He's pushing people off. I was like, yeah, yeah. I thought he was gonna start stomping them, but then he grabbed that one, in the gray shirt, and he slammed him. I was like, yeah. And that was my first <laughs> reaction. My first thing, I was like, yeah. And then that's right when he did that. Then that's when that sixteen year old they show him he's just swimming across, and that lady's commentating. He's like, yo, get up there, young buck. (laughs) (laughs) Jumped off that boat. uh. No, I was actually kind of surprised. And, man, like, for me, like, my personal opinion, I don't know. Like, I'm going to say, man, we're, we're, we're like, this is what we're doing anyway. But, like, my opinion is, man, it's about damn time. Somebody responded in that fashion. Oh, so. Because what I'm tired of is things like this getting swept under the rug. Or being put on the black guy. Yeah, or, or color. saying that the person of color was the one that said something, right? Or he's in the wrong. Yeah, we, we always try to justify these racist actions. And I think, like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm of the thing is, like, if you're going to be racist, you know, and share things like with the Jason Aldean thing, like your racism is showing, then you mm-hmm. might as well have kahunas big enough to share. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Dog, if this was to you, like, the, the, reason, the reason why I'm marrying them together is, like, bro, like, all the black people are saying, try that. They tried, they tried that in small town and oh. found out. Oh, yeah. They effed around and found out. Yeah. And that was, like, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys watched that link, that video link I sent to you guys, like, 48 minutes long. Oh, yeah, really I did. a good commentary at the I end. Um, yeah, and they show, like, kind of uh, the celebrity or just, like, these um, influencers who are white from the South. And they talk about that. They're like, oh, they effed around and found out. Yeah. And they were talking about the Aldine song. They said they had a good run. Y'all had that song for one month. He said, now you ain't got it no more. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, but I, <clears throat> as far as like that, the reaction to it, you know, when they finally docked and then all hell broke loose, man. People were, man, the cops were right there and the people didn't even care. Yeah. They were just beating Beating ass, like I said, they outnumbered them. <clears throat> and the part, man, I mean, it, people people could have got seriously hurt, but the part that cracked me up the most was when the dude had the chair. Man, he's just <laughs> banging people, boom, and that lady in the red dress, she just got, she's got her ass beat, and she's just sitting there, and man, he just pops her right <laughs> on the head, boom. Yeah, bam. <laughs> man, I could stop laughing. I watched it about twenty times. I was like, oh, hit her again. <laughs> Well, did you see that <clears throat> that that lady that was in the blue dress? Like, okay, so when it first started, you can see her. She goes over there, and I don't know if she was if she was actually actually kicking him. Maybe that's the one he was talking about that got arrested. But uh-huh. she was like, you can see her. She has a blue dress on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, they were, that's from the angle that was on the boat, right? So yeah. they were looking across the water. But then they showed the one that you you were talking about when the lady is talking in the background. Get yeah, him, yeah. young buck, get him. Yeah. Uh her one of her um, views. You can see that lady on the ground, and <laughs> she was getting her ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> that girl, that, was, that 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 girl, man. Yeah. She was like, she was 
trying to act tough, and then she yeah. went backwards and fell on her back, and boop, 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 yeah, boop. yeah. And she she got it, bro. And I'm like, man, I. And you know what that is like? You why people of color are laughing and why they're celebrating that is because it's been happening for so long, and we finally seen it go the other way. Yep. Like if you push people, if you put an animal in the corner and keep messing with it, yeah, it's gonna bite you at some point. Oh, what's up? Yeah. Yes. I mean, you asked for it. Mm-hmm. You asked. All you had to do was move your fucking boat. Yeah. Like what? Thirty, twenty feet. Yeah. But nah, you guys see this black dude, and then all of a sudden, oh, you got all your your sons, and you guys are all probably like that one lady said, probably drinking that all day. All sauced up. Got yeah. all that that liquid courage in you, and then. Of course, there's that entitlement, like, we can do whatever we want to these people. Like, yep. quote, unquote, these people. Oh, yeah, yeah, We can do whatever we want with no repercussions. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And they finally, like, all right, then, this okay, we, we're going to get you. We, we're going to react or respond, however you want to put it. Yeah. But that is, that's just years and years, like, hundreds, probably, of years oh. of that kind of mistreatment and abuse and racism and all kinds of, you know, physical lynching. Yeah. Like that word lynching came up. They would have had nobody come to his rescue. God knows what they would have did to that dude. For sure. Isn't it funny, like, how we got cameras all over downtown and we catch all these thieves all over, but we still haven't found the person that hung the noose over here? And this is just like I a couple t- weeks ago. I, uh, right, that was my Billings? first thought when I see that article. Billings, like, Doug, like, this either has to be... This this has to be somebody that's known or or whatever you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro. Like, dude, we're almost in. What a month? Yeah, over a month now. A month now, and nobody has even mentioned what happened. Nothing. Like, dog. No picture. No nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't even like a local news station who brought it to the forefront or did anything. Yeah. It was like. A Montana news thing that came out, and then a downtown person that works for the Alliance shared it, that it got any kind of publicity. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Okay, Billings, Montana. Doug, did you see, okay. those, com- did you see those comments on there, too? We're like, oh, do we know who hung it? Like, there's all this justification for it, bro. Like, yeah. do, was it the, you know, they tried to put it back on the guy that found it. Yeah. They're like, oh, it wasn't there a moment ago. Yeah. Like, he just planted it or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went by there, wasn't there. This guy shows up a minute later, it's there. You know what I mean? That yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. scenario. Yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. get no play on the yeah. local news, nothing. Yep. No, I doubt, that's exactly my first thought was that when, that when I seen that, I was like, there's cameras everywhere. Downtown, especially. Especially downtown. I said, why can't we get any footage of this? Like, there is no footage. Nothing. Mm. Did you even mm. see about it, hear about it? Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what you guys are talking about. I just, but that thought never really even occurred to me. Like, but, so if I went out there and I did something that was kind of noticeable like that, yeah. I bet you they'd know who I was within hours. Yeah. Man, I know. They would have been banging down my door. Yeah. SWAT team and all. Like, not only saying, yeah, that's the guy, but they would know where I live, where I work, probably, yep. you know, yeah. just put me they all They would have been dragging you out in public. Yeah, all over the public yeah. eye. Yep, for sure. And that kind of reminds me of an incident that, you know, uh, I was part of this coaching unit 
part of this basketball program, and he got punched by a white lady. What? At a tournament. And this individual, you know, Mexican-Hispanic heritage, and when the police showed up, the first things they were asking him is, what did you say? Well, how did you provoke her? And ma, ma, ma. Dog. And they, like, wrote her a citation to appear in court, and that was it. And I was like, if that was a white coach and a native lady, black lady, Mexican lady, whatever, they would have drug her out of there in handcuffs oh, yeah. in front of everybody. They would put everybody. And then hit her with a felony assault or something. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just trumped it up real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, unfortunately, man, that's, that's the world. As we, as minorities, that's the world that we live in. We've always lived in that world. That's just the way it is. Whether you like it or not, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're a, a white person and you're saying, well, blah, 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 you can't make up excuses. That's the world we live in. That's our reality. Oh, yeah. There's just no going around it. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like in the warm up there, we were talking. Randy said he was walking down the sidewalk. White lady walking down the other end. And he cracked a joke because there's like really nothing around. We feel that, you know, <laughs> we, know. we feel that white lady's tension. Her scaredness or yes. her apprehension of walking by a person of color. You can see it. You can see it. You can feel it. And a lot of times I do exactly as Randy. I crack a joke or I say hi or how's it going? Something. Yeah. Um, and if I'm in a parking garage, parking lot, and I'm walking and there's a white lady walking, I always make sure I pull out my keys and I got them in my hand and I'm kind of jiggling them around. Yeah. Just to let them know. I'm not there to rob them or do anything. I'm looking. I'm going to my car, too. Yep. That's crazy why we got it. You know, and it's like that time I told you guys when I was late for the bus and I ran through that parking lot. At the yeah. Theater, yeah. And I just, I, I immediately picked up on it. This woman was walking out. She saw me, stopped, and then just immediately beelined it back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I Because I was, I mean, I was, yeah. had, I, had she kept going, I probably would have came at least close to her in her proximity. Mm-hmm. But I was going to the bus. Yeah. I was running to the bus. So, in a sense, I was running towards her, but at the same time, it was broad daylight. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. So, and she just, she turned around, and I don't know if she covered her person, you know, but she was by herself, and she saw that. Yeah. And that was her first reaction, like, I and I would, didn't even pay any attention to her at first. I was trying to get, I didn't want to walk home. Yeah. yeah. It was cold. I know, man. And that's, <clears throat> that's just the... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's just what it is with um, bringing it back to the Montgomery thing. Um, oh, and Tahin just walked in the door, so we're going to hear Tahin the, the Dream. Bringer of Thunder. Thunder boy. <laughs> thunder boy. I came in at a, a good time, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I seen you nodding your head in agreement. But, um, yeah, we'll get your take on it, too. So, I mean, we're talking about all this stuff that we go through on a daily basis weekly basis if not daily here in Billings Montana and correlating that to these individuals that are you know going through this in Montgomery down in the south um, and then their reaction to seeing one of their beloved individuals getting jumped on the dock by you know these white individuals this white family basically yeah and then once the um, riverboat finally docks they his coworkers come out, man, like the Avengers. I seen all those <laughs> videos. Are funny as hell. But they come out and man, they get. I mean, they just get their asses whooped. 
And um, I'm glad to hear that, you know, this hate crimes are happening. Um, that they're getting charged with these hate crimes. But I think one of the, this is like what, I was like, okay, these, these white individuals are getting jumped, not only because they're on video, one, but there's a recipe here that I think we, we, should, we should bring here, we should use here in Bellings, Montana. Their mayor, Stephen Reed, is a black man. Yeah. First black mayor of Montgomery. Yep. First, huh? The chief of the Montgomery police, black man, Daryl Elbert. And to me right there, that, that's a recipe for, to help promote justice. Yes. For their people. So I'm like, okay. So that's what, that's what we need here. Billings, Montana, we need people of color, native, black, Hispanic, what have you, become police officers, be on city council, become the mayor. Then I think, then, then we'll start seeing more justice for our people. Then that noose on the light pole in downtown Billings will get addressed. Yes. Like that day. And then doors will be knocked down. And then these people will be brought to justice. Like, why are you trying to do this? I'll get your thoughts on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I, I watched the video too. Yeah. Um, and um, I think, um, and got a lot of takes on TikTok oh, on yeah. it from all sorts, you know, mostly black creators. Yeah. Um, one of the things that really stood out to me about, um, especially like the recap and the afterwards was um, how this is an, an example of um, how, of that solidarity amongst, you know, folks in the black community. And not only yeah. that, but like the understanding that these white folks were emboldened to do this because they knew that they could get away with it. Yes. Oh, so. Right? Like, and that that was, re, re, you know, pushed back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That was, that had an answer to it immediately. And they messed around and found out. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I think that that's one of the, the, the biggest takeaways for me is um, just that that reclaiming of that 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 space and reclaiming mm-hmm. of their power, um, knowing well that a lot of the times the situations don't go that way, yes. right? Um, where you have the you know the the assailants really in this situation, the, the that family um, warrants for their arrest, yes. you know yeah. and. You know, usually there'll be, you know, out of the self-defense, there'll be charges of assault from people of color, you know, just yeah. just protecting themselves. Um, and so this is, and you know, definitely right um, about uh, why this representation matters, right? Yep. You know, you have a black mayor, you have, you know, you, you have people of color in these positions, um, and that's where you start getting the accountability, right? Um, and that the... The, these institutions that are supposed to be equal that often aren't mm-hmm. um, that rather than not be engaged in them in fact right now is you know a better time than ever mm-hmm. to really keep that fight going by showing up um, speaking out voting um, not just once or twice when it's like you know the president or whatever but 
for the city council, for mayor, um, because those people are very, very influential locally in the yes. things that happen to us day to day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I think I like. Well, I I heard a good point just now when you know, not just like the major elections. Because, you know, the Ohio just had a, a, a vote on trying to change their state constitution. Mm-hmm. And so before they used to have these elections, like at this time of year, and yeah. there was really a low turnout. Like nobody, who wants to vote in August? Like, what is it? But so the Republican Party changed it. They said there's no turnout. You know, people aren't voting. So they changed it. But for this particular vote so that they could change their constitution, and it has to do with, you know, having a supermajority so that it takes 60% to amend it. Is that yeah. the way it goes? So for this one, they backtracked. Mm. And they wanted it that way so that nobody would turn out. But no, nah, those people in Ohio, they went, they went there and they voted and they voted it down. Nice. So now it's just a simple majority, not a supermajority, which is what, 60%. Which is if you have the supermajority, it's going to be hard to do to oppose anything. Mm. So they, they, so you, I mean, just to bring up that point that he made just now, you have to vote all the time and at least have some idea of what the real issue is and how does that pertain to you? Mm. Man, thank you for breaking that down because I, I couldn't articulate it that way, the way you two gentlemen have, but I feel like that's the more important vote that we should be taking in is mm. the local elections. Yes, sir. Because those things impact our community directly mm-hmm. whereas like the when it gets up to the national level we really can't you know we really don't have that strong of a voice up there mm. yeah but here on a local level like man like getting people in, into key positions yeah. i think that's the way we change the game um i remember when the superintendent uh who came from houston texas i believe was um uh, coming in at the beginning of august Mm-hmm. Uh, or July, and I commented on Facebook just to see what kind of response I would get. Yeah, I was like, man, finally got a person of color as a superintendent of school. Mm-hmm. Bro, it took about an hour or two before somebody took the bait, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and she like, she like came with all the, it don't have to be about color, like all this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I responded, I said, don't be that one. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. But I, you know, like I, too I late. you know, that's the thing, though. Like it, it's like we always have that. Mm-hmm. Like if color, and I say it, you guys have heard me say it time and time again. If color was not so important, take it all off all the job applications, all the housing applications, every application that has to do with anything about financials, take it off. Mm-hmm. If well, race is not that important, well, reparations for yep. one, right? You know the the historical harms to yeah. people of color. Um, and there's, you know, that's the redress right there. You know, we talk about redlining, we talk about segregation, we talk about Jim Crow, we talk about, mm-hmm. um, you know, Brown versus, versus board of education and, you know, the, the, the discrimination in education, um, you know, all of those are, are harms, yes. right? So like those, those are just, you know, um, because laws can often be tools of violence against people of color and communities, yes. especially in, mm-hmm. not just communities of color, but poor communities, yeah. which no. oftentimes because of like the, um, you know, deindustrialization of black communities and like, you know, there's just hard time getting like loans in Indian country to like run a business. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have collateral, so you can't get like those business loans to really like have, yes. have like robust economic growth. Those are all processes that are there on purpose, 
You know, mm-hmm. those are all rules that are that that are intended to uh, make it even harder for prosperity for people of color. Like that's that's what it is, and it doesn't change until we get more representation in those places that those rules can be changed. You know, you talk about um, mayor and stuff, but. You know, a lot of people don't talk about um, county attorney, the people who prosecute, yeah. who decides yeah. how, the, you know, what cases do you get prosecuted. We don't talk about the judges and the turnout for those are so low. Yeah. And so those are places where, you know, especially, you know, one thing that we're we're trying to get the word out as West Trinity Voice out there right now is, is uh, with our um, relatives who, um, for whatever reason have a felony on the record, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're getting told that they don't have the right to vote anymore and that they can't vote anymore, and which is not true, right? That's that's a lot what we, you know, we've gone to passages in other, like, pre-release centers, and the biggest thing that, you know, folks with felonies tell us is that my PO told me that I can't register to vote. Like, I can't vote anymore. Mm. And that is voter suppression, yep. you know, because who better to vote in the judge races, in the county attorney races, mm-hmm. and the people who were directly impacted by that system. True. Dog. That- That's where accountability starts, right? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me tell you my story real quick. So I was in uh, the pre-release. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, if you don't have a job, you don't have health insurance, they make you sign up for Medicaid. Yes. And the lady that came, she was helping me fill out all that stuff. She said, oh, there's a question on here. Do you want to register to vote? And I said, I can't. And she said, that's not true. Mm. And I said, really? And she said, yeah, in the state of Montana, as a felon, you can right now. And I said, even if you're on probation, but and I, you know, trying to hit her with yeah. all these things. And she said, no, you can register to vote right now. And I said, well, shit, sign me up. Yeah. And I registered to vote. And I still registered in from, you know, in this county right now today. And they sent. And after that, I, I just happened to be up in uh, that Albertsons on Grand Avenue. And mm-hmm. there was a guy out there, and he said, are you a registered voter? And I said, yeah. And he said, would you like to sign up for a mail-in ballot? He said, you don't have to go anywhere. We'll send it to you. So now they come to me, and all I have to do is fill it out, mm-hmm. make sure it's correct, yep. put it back in their thing. And I, it cost me, what? well, it's 60-something cents now, but yeah. you know, whatever. But I don't have to go down to Metro Park and stand in line and, you know. Yeah, get and, turned away and, at the end. And, 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 <laughs> check this out. You can go online and track your vote. Like if, yeah. if it's been counted or not, mm. yeah. So you can do all that, and you don't you don't have to. Yeah, so that's what it is. It's suppression. It's yeah. just basically what they try to make it discouraging so that you can't. So you're like, oh, you know what? This ain't worth it. I got to bring an ID. I got to go out, stand in line at the Metro Park. I'm a felon, or you know, this, that, and the other. No, man, it's so easy to register to vote. It's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, with the absentee ballot, I found that. I always forget to mail mine in, so I always got to go drop it off. <laughs> oh, man, same. <laughs> but um, independent school, way out in the heights. Yeah. Like you turn off on that road to go to Roundup, that, there are no lines. You just walk in, there's like three people in there, throw it in the box, and you turn around and walk out. Now all our listeners are going to go up there. I know. There, there, there you never used to be lines until Josiah let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're absolutely I'll see you at independent school. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right because, like Doug, like my experience with the judicial system, right? Like, so I got caught. I only had sixty days left on the sentence. Mm. Um, sixty days. That was it. I would have terminated back in 2014. Mm. Would have terminated. My celly absconded from probation for eight years. Dang. Wow. Had not checked in once. 
Dog, when he got out of jail, he just took off to freaking California, or not California, but uh, Georgia or South Carolina, somewhere right there. Yeah. Stayed with his mom, right? But for eight years. Yeah. We get arrested. We got court on the same day. Guess what happens? I get remanded to custody. I only got 60 days on my thing. Yeah. But they sent me back with no bond, no nothing. Wow. Dang. With my next hearing two months out. Mm. Mm. Him? He was on a plane that night. Dang. Dog, he was, he literally absconded from state probation for eight years. Dang. Dog, and they let him go. White guy? Yeah, white guy. Dang. Same judge, Dang. same cell, same everything. Mm-hmm. Four-year sentence turned into eight. And I could see the, the kind of mindset behind that, too, is like, okay, get him out of here. You don't want to deal with that. Because for a while there, before I worked downtown, um, downtown businesses and other other um, organizations downtown yeah, were, like, buying bus tickets for these street folks to, like, just go to Butte or go to Missouri yeah. or go somewhere else. I could see that that kind of mentality was No, downtown. I could see that. I could see that why it happened, but I think on a deeper level, I feel like that happens more. Yeah, I mean. Like white, that type yeah, of yeah. treatment, right? Like the, yeah. different, the difference of like, so here you have one person who hasn't even checked in once who shows you that he's not even going to follow the rules. Yep. I mean, the data is there. Like yeah. it, it, the data is there yeah. to show that not only are there greater arrests of people of color, but their sentencing is harsher yeah. in oh, yeah. a lot of ways that uh, similar. And it doesn't even matter if it's, you know, whatever criminal background they had before, you know, that disproportionately, especially black people, but all people of color um, are getting longer sentences than their white counterparts. Yeah. And they're getting harsher. They're, they're getting um, uh, once they're released, then um, there's uh, no sort of understanding of uh, sort of the communities that that uh, that folks go back to where there's yes. uh, unaffordable housing, jobs are scarce, um, the resources. Uh, so it's like they're set up to fail. Oh, was you know? absolutely. So mm-hmm. and and the only way that that changes is um, by by getting people who are affected like that into that into the process into the in into the system not. Not that, that not other that system, system. Yeah, yeah. not that system, but you yeah. know, um, because you got to think of it: who benefits from people saying and believing in my vote doesn't matter, mm-hmm. and what I do doesn't matter. Like, who benefits from that, right? Yeah. And also, who who's who are the people who are spending millions and millions of dollars, and you know, buying um, state legislators, and you know. You know, buying, uh, you know, Congress people, senators and stuff to not support, you know, voting rights, uh, you know, strengthening voting rights, mm-hmm. you know, and actually doing the opposite, which yes. is taking people's voting rights away and spending all those resources, all that money, all that time. And if it didn't matter, right, yeah. Like yeah. why would they go to that, that the expense and the trouble to keep, you know, poor people, people of color, felons from voting if they didn't know that? together as you know through solidarity that we can actually make some big changes yep yep definitely and i wanted to hit you guys with this uh nice little tidbit about montgomery the whole brawl you know the chair yeah <laughs> i want to hit this before i know randy's got to take off here pretty chair quick. of the ancestors yeah <laughs> so nathaniel alexander um is a african african-american male who holds the 
He's the patent holder for the voting chair. Beautiful. And I read this. I was listening to this commentary about how though that pier, those docks were the actual pier and docks that they sold slaves on, mm. that they brought them in on. Wow. So then, you know, full circle, they were saying that, you know, the patent holder of the voting chair is the one, the weapon that was utilized in the battle oh, <laughs> and the brawl. Man. That's right. And Bang. the ship was named the Harriet. Yeah. The like Harriet, Harriet Tubman. Oh, yeah. What else was going on? There was something going on. During that week, what was the celebration? Uh, I don't know. There was something going on at the amphitheater right across the street. I don't know. There's something significant, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Their ancestors were there for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Creator's funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got a sense of humor that one. Even the guy who pant- patented the yeah. thing, I think that's the funniest thing. I know, I know. Because oh, yeah. that dude, man, they're saying he's only 48, but you look like a much older guy. Cause he's like barely getting around swinging yeah. that chair. <laughs> I haven't seen like a proper like a tutorial on how to swing a chair. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, he was, I do. I kind of know what he was like. You want to get leverage? You yeah. Wanna, no, no, that didn't work. Let's try it this way. <laughs> <laughs> drive with your legs. Yeah, and drive for with your good legs. measure. Bam, bam. <laughs> oh, oh man, man. that lady did not see it coming. Yeah. Did she? Oof. Uh, <laughs> she was just. She was already beat up. She was just sitting there. <laughs> she got I wonder what their out. conversation is like now. Probably like, well, we're not going to do that again. <laughs> exactly. Like, I wonder if that changes their perspective. Yeah, and they weren't even from Montgomery. They were from, like, a community that was close by. Because uh, I watched a report, I think it was Wednesday, uh, the chief of police was up there, and he was talking about he was working closely with the local police department because that's where they were turning themselves in. Man. I heard when they went to a nearby hospital, there was a mostly, if not all, black like medical team there, <laughs> and they called the cops on them and said, "There's a bunch of n words here." Maybe that was that was a rumor, wow. but it Dang. would not surprise me that they would double down and not learn a single thing. That's oh, kind of what I think. Like, I think that it feels their hatred. Oh, yeah. for, you oh, know, absolutely, they feel wronged. That's, yeah. the, that's the whole thing about like the white privilege mentality is that. And why they felt like they could assault this man is that yeah. exactly was that they had that um, belief that um, they could do it and get away with it and yeah. that they were emboldened and that and they that deserved this. And that it was going to turn out a different way. Exactly. Oh, yeah. What's funny, too, is like you look at the, I don't know, like maybe I pay attention too much attention to social media, too, but like I go to Q2 and look at all the reactions oh, yeah, on yeah. these stories and you picture who has the angry faces. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. I know. And like. Um, the dad, uh, the owner of the pontoon, he works for a company that refuses services to um, black people. There's wow. like a Twitter or a Facebook post that was going around on social media, screenshot of it. Yeah, and again, like, that that doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, man, I, it made me happy because, like, dog, like, Man, how many times has this happened and we have never had a pushback like that? Oh, we yeah. have never had a response like that. There's always been something that saved something like this from happening. Oh, yeah. You know, and yeah. to be able to see it, like, on video and, like, to see, like, the whole thing because we always see people's questions, too, like, well, I want to see the whole video. But, like, from different perspectives and seeing, like, mm-hmm. all this footage. Yeah. And then it comes down to the same thing, like, these guys were wrong. Yeah. Like, bro, the world celebrates. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I know one of the funny scenes too. Like after that lady got hit with the chair, the guy that was wielding the chair, they slammed him down to the ground. And they're trying to put handcuffs on him, and this other lady, white lady, come over and she's like pointing at him, and like she's just like pissed and like saying stuff. You can't hear it. And the cop looks up at her, and he just pushes her, and she goes flying. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> get her, popo. <laughs> At one yeah. point, they were just, like, looking around, like, where do we start? Yeah. <laughs> there's literally so many people. No, there's, like, I know those cops are, like, looking on their phones and kind of looking around. They're white still folks getting beat up. Yeah, the fight was still going on. They're just kind of, like, on their phones looking around. What do we do here? <laughs> <laughs> Man. It was crazy. Right on, then. Wow. No, it was cool. I mean, I think, yeah, the larger, bigger picture, the... Um, I guess what about the yeah the big picture, what what this whole event says, I think is um is good, mm-hmm. um, and um I think more of it needs to happen. Yes. As far as you know, us people of color just standing up for ourselves mm-hmm. in these situations and each other. Oh yeah, yeah for Joe. I think that's the main thing is, like, man, when you see a brother, like, it doesn't matter what color, but being assaulted like this, like, we have to come to their aid. Oh, for sure. Like, no questions asked. Mm. You know, like, just being able to either stop it or prevent it from, mm-hmm. you know, um, because they do. They they get away with it too much. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep them cameras rolling. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to bounce then? Or yeah. I oh, okay. Well, thank you for your time, sir. Thank you, guys, man. Um, yeah, thank you. You got any, I mean, got any last words for to our listeners? Not really. I just kind of, I'm kind of sad that I have to leave early because I feel like this is one of our better episodes. Oh, feel, yeah. You know and what I mean? It, like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, apologize, guys, but I do have uh, another. Um, I got a men's group to go to at six. Yeah. So, Busy part of my man. church. So, yeah. yeah. Um, love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, Pod Gotti out. Yeah, man, that was um, it was good, you know, and I'm glad the hate crime was stamped on this. So, Tahin, moving over to you, what what's going yes, on with Western Native Voice? I know you're popping in. Um, yeah, man, you got the floor, man. Hit oh, us up. well, thank you so much. You know, I I feel honored and privileged to be here um, again. Again, yeah. that's right. I, I had such a fun time the first time that I wanted some more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, yeah, thanks for for including me on that conversation about um, what went down in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's going down uh, in Montana right now for us is we're actually on tour. Oh, nice! We nice. are on tour. We've been going around to. Um, as many of the communities out on the different reservations nice. um, over since, um, what is it, beginning of the, this month, I think it was, and oh, yeah. last month, yeah. So we started up in Fort Peck, okay. um, then we made our way down uh, to Crow, went over to Northern Cheyenne recently, and then nice. um, this next week we're going to be, uh, actually Monday and Tuesday, we're going to be out in uh, Flathead, CSKT. Oh, nice. So seeing our, uh, our Hopefully it's not too smoky up there. You know, uh, smoke or no smoke, we we carry the 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 good message of, of voting, and yeah. especially you know this. Oh, next I mean, election. no, like literal so. smoke. It's been smoky up there <laughs> from the fire. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> um, 
yeah no hopefully it's not too bad um but uh anyway yeah we're excited uh we um are going around registering voters because uh Coming up next year is a big election. Mm-hmm. You know, not only is it a presidential election, but we also have um, really important race in the Senate. So mm-hmm. right now, the way the cookie is crumbling out there in D.C. is that um, the the balance of power as far as the parties, uh, it's kind of a toss up right now. And mm-hmm. if uh, you know, right now, you know, we're nonpartisan, but the way that it works right now, and why people care, is that the Democrats? They have a slight majority with Tester mm-hmm. as part of that, and so he's up for re-election here in okay. Montana. So there's so people are going to be seeing a lot more ads probably mm-hmm. uh, on like social media, on TV, basically everywhere. Um, yeah. So you know, Montana is becoming more of like a what some people would call a battleground state. Okay. But like as far as like, and within that is the native vote. The native vote is mm-hmm. very important. Um, that's another thing that we're going around uh, talking about in our tour is that the native vote has the opportunity to not only decide uh, the Senate race, whoever is our next senator, um, but also because of that, um, the kind of uh, policies that are going to be, um, you know, prioritized out in Washington, mm-hmm. right? And the, the kind of things that we can ask for as not just as Montanans and native Montanans, but as Americans. And so, um, so that's going down and then it's actually going to be the hundred year anniversary of citizenship to, Mm -hmm. uh, native people. 1924 is when, uh, the federal government, uh, granted, you know, as if they could, uh, (laughs) citizenship to, uh, the United States. And, uh, even after that voting rights were, um, difficult to come by, um, and they were being undermined. Um, and so, Knowing that this is a historical year with a presidential election, with 100 years of citizenship, um, we're really calling for everyone to make sure that they're registered to vote, that their um, registration is accurate to the address that they are living in, um, and to reach out to us if there's any way that we can help. Um, You know, we're giving rides. Uh, You'd mentioned, um, you know, mail ballots. Um, So if someone doesn't have a a stamp or doesn't want to be bothered, we want to be able to come and pick those up for people and deliver it for them. So that's one of the services that we provide, um, which is a service that the state continues to try to make illegal. And like we were talking about earlier, you got to think about why, you know, why they're doing that. Why are they trying to make people picking up someone else's ballot and delivering it for them illegal by like adding fines and, um, even talking about like felonies and stuff like that for that. Um, because, it's convenient, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, people that we, we work with um, are, they ask us, are you still, you know, can you take my ballot in for me? You know, we, we were trusted. Um, and, and so that's, um, that's a service that we provide, right? Especially when this next election, um, we also give rides to the polls. Uh, and so we're, we're just going around um, all across the state. Um, and then, so after, Flathead will be in Blackfeet country um, and then go to Great Falls, um, have some uh, events here in Billings in September. And then in October, we'll be going over to uh, Fort Belknap and Rocky Boy. Oh, wow. Um, and so to, to finish up and wrap up our, uh, 
our tour. So we wow. uh, a lot of miles, yeah, a lot of new registered voters, and uh, um, and like I mentioned before about um, you know felon voting rights. Um, that's another thing that we're we're kind of getting the message out there uh, mm-hmm. across the state is correcting the record on it um, because it's not an accident that they're being told wrong information, hmm. right? I wonder where that stems from. Do you guys know? Like, why? I mean, like, why? I mean, I know big picture mm. um, <clears throat> where that's coming from. But like, when did that start? I wonder. Well, I mean, my, I'm not an expert yeah, by yeah. any means. But my understanding, I mean, after slavery, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, even before, even during slavery, you had the slave, the runaway patrols, right? Yeah. And so that's that's the... That's the birthplace of okay. of law enforcement in America is the slave patrols okay. that would go and, and collect runaway slaves and bring them back to their you know to, to the masters right. No. Um, and so, but once slavery is done, then what you have is the Thirteenth Amendment to the United States Constitution that outlaws slavery only in the as a but except for as punishment, right. So when you go to prison, you essentially become a slave to the state. Oh wow! You know, and so many of these, you know, they make license plates. They, you know, do no. you know, you know, uh, just you know, inexpensive or you know, you know, labor for like corporations and stuff like that mm-hmm. because it because it is modern slavery, right? And so, um, but you can't you know, because of the laws and because of progress, you can't just keep them indefinitely. They have to. There, there's you know, they have, you can't. Just leave them there forever, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? That's why you have sentencing and you know the length of of of, uh, of someone's sentence, and so so many states and places have um, removed the rights of felons because the the key assumption here is if if you're following sort of the 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 timeline is that because slavery ended and you couldn't keep black people in chains mm-hmm. and own them. Then the next best thing is to um, put them in these institutions that didn't really exist until after slavery, okay. right? Like the, the the prisons that we know of here in, in the United States originated in Pennsylvania sometime after the Civil War, okay. Um, and so, um, and so if you can't keep them and own them in shackles, mm-hmm. then the next best thing is putting them in institutions and then mm. keeping them tied to. Um, sort of a broken system through yeah. that. Okay. And so like, that's why it's hard, hard to find housing. That's why, you know, mm. a lot of employers don't, you know, there's that sort of the bias and the sort of the, this, the, you know, the, the negative impacts for a lot of people yeah. um, because that's what it's supposed to do. And, you know, you get, you get poor people in there, like poor whites, they're going to be a, an okay, like sacrifice yeah. from that white supremacy perspective like yeah. some some poor whites are going to get thrown in there that's a, that's a sacrifice we're willing to make is their perspective yeah right and so that's that's really as far as my understanding of it is where it really comes from yeah no i think that's a good point because i was just <clears throat> i like to listen to the, um this podcast on youtube truth talks it's by um crazy bone from bone dugs and harmony yeah. um but he was talking about this contract i mean how one of his um, <clears throat> one of his people from his camp like got a hold of his document how they built all these penitentiaries throughout the United States, and then 
they commission these record companies to promote groups like his who are talking about drinking 40s and banging hoes and smoking weed. And, like, they recruited these record companies to find rappers, singers, rap groups to that were um, talk, rapping, singing about that message to promote them. To so that that lifestyle is promoted, glorified, and to fill up these prisons. Absolutely. And then I was just like, what? And he was talking about how, unbeknownst to him, he was part of the problem. You Absolutely. know, in the 90s when they got signed and they were talking about shooting people, killing people, smoking weed, and playing with Ouija boards. Like, they were just trying to make it and make money, and but didn't realize the repercussions or the trail of destruction that they left behind them yeah absolutely i mean it's a minefield really you know and that's how deep it goes no right you know um yeah that's crazy like and like he was like 100 percent. like this document was for real like he was reading from it uh i'll send it i'll send i'll find the episode and i'll send it to you guys it's crazy that 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 makes a lot of i mean for some odd reason, that doesn't surprise me because today, being 2023, we're finding out about the dirty, underhanded things they were doing 100 years ago, 50 mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. And God knows, you know, what our kids are going to find out what they're doing today. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it, they 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 were doing that back in in Bones Day, you know, when they were when they were big and they were glorifying that lifestyle. And, you know, they, they, it was just, I don't want to say blatant, but they did it. Mm-hmm. And now we're just now finding out about it. So it just kind of makes me wonder, like, you know, what kind of dirty, underhanded bullshit are they trying to pull now? True. Like right now as we sit here and speak. Yeah. Because it just never ceases to amaze me, not only the lengths, but, man, the the, the things that they come up with. And there are people, I know there are people who are like experts on probably psychology, sociology, um, human history, you know, probably neuroscience, every kind of, you know, um, academic thing you can think of towards the human condition. Yeah. That has saying, you know, if we do this, if we do A, then the result will be B. Yeah. So, and, you know, you think of... um, one of the things I always think about when, when during like elections and stuff was such and such raised uh, $50 million. And what are you going to do with $50 million? Really? Like, okay, I get it. You're going to put, you're going to hire people to help you out. You're going to put out some commercials. You're going to make some flyers. You're going to put out the mailers. You're going to travel around. You're going to canvas. You're going to do all that other stuff. But the amount of money that goes into these things... Like, mm-hmm. it just seems to me like you can do all of that and then still have money left over and say, hey, why don't we feed some poor people? Why don't we open up some uh, rehab centers? Yeah. Why don't we, you know, do something good? Because that's a lot of money to get one person elected. True. And it's just like, wow, like you really, really throw on all, everything all in to get your guy elected when that money could be 
used for something else? Like, how did it get to that point to where we're talking like millions, hundreds of millions of dollars? Oh, yeah. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know, man. I always wonder about that. Like, what, what are you going to do with all that money? Where does it go? Who does it go to? And then you got on top of that, the people that are already elected. Like, you know, they, they, they'll stump and they'll say, well, I'm for this and I'm for that. And when I'm elected and I'm going to do this and that. But as soon as they get up there. And then these big corporations and these big, these big money people like these are the mega rich, like the one percenters. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you this money if you do it my way. I was just listening to, and this might be kind of off the rails, but I was just listening to this other podcast about um, Big Sugar mm-hmm. and how that's rooted in slavery mm-hmm. and how they, um, they, these guys, I think they're from Texas. Well, they're originally from Cuba. But they own a sugar company, and then they were bringing people from Jamaica and basically just as sla- indentured slaves. Mm. And um, uh, how they probably, I mean, not probably, but they go out there like, okay, so this is how powerful they were when Bill Clinton was, I guess, the story goes, was breaking up with Monica Lewinsky. Uh-huh. Telling, I guess they were having a conversation telling him, telling her that, you know, they couldn't be seeing each other or anything like that. Somebody came and said, you have a phone call, Mr. President. And he said, I'm busy. I'm doing something here. And then they told him that, I can't remember the guy's name. There's two brothers that own that sugar company. They told him the name and he said, oh, okay, I'll take that. Mm. So he stopped what he was doing and took their phone call. Yeah. The president of the United States, the so-called leader of the free world, the most powerful man in the world, blah, 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 blah. All these dudes are in somebody's pocket. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you asked the question earlier, who benefits Obviously, the top, the top tier, and then, you know, it'll trickle down maybe so far. No, yeah. But they're not going to let it get down to, you know, the people that are hurting, the people that are suffering, the people that are affected, the people that are dying, Mm -hmm. you know, every day because of certain policies, certain laws, certain um, things that are in place, these machinations that are just, like, we don't even know. I mean, I, I just have this feeling that we don't even know what the tip of the iceberg is, really. Because, like I said, we're just now founding, finding out about stuff like you mentioned mm-hmm. with the recording industry, like, now. And that was happening then. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I can go on about this forever, so I'll no, just shut so, up now. No, I think one thing that was brought to light that the actual, like, slavery ended, but then it got just, it just morphed. It just evolved into putting people in penitentiary for cheap labor. And it does say that too, like the, the uh, you can't be enslaved unless it's, you're in a correctional institution. And I don't know why they call it corrections or rehabilitation or anything like that because it's nothing like that. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And there ain't nothing like that. It's it's PR. It's marketing. Oh, yeah. And then <clears throat> the other, but then the flip side of that too is like, Fear, I think, is one of the human being's most powerful motivator. Mm-hmm. So if I'm made to fear you, yep. then I'm going to do everything I can to make sure you can't get near me. You are put in check. You mm. are in a place to where I, okay, Josiah is behind bars. You can't get to me. I feel safe. Doesn't matter how you got there. Doesn't matter what they did to you. Doesn't matter how long you have to stay there for whatever reason, even if... if um, 
the evidence wasn't true. Mm-hmm. I feel safe now. And only you, because I voted for you, can save me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. That's the way it works. You can save me from him. Yep. Because you scared me. You, and, and I see the audience can't see me, but I'm pointing at Tahin as the <laughs> as the senator, and I'm pointing at Josiah as the criminal. <laughs> so Tahin scared me by telling me horror stories about Josiah. So now I'm supporting him, saying, "Yeah, we need to throw Josiah away." Oh, for sure. This human being, we need to throw him away. And should he ever decide that he wants to turn his life around and become a productive member of society, we're going to make that extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it to where you know it. it it's a challenge every day. Yeah. And then if he should he ever slip up, then guess what? Bye. Going right back. Yep. That's no, that's very true. That's very true. No, it's kind of brought to light some, um, something one of my close buddies told me. He's part of this sober living, and the owner of the sober living is a white guy, and we kind of clash heads on different things when it comes to recovery. Anyway, so there's this other individual named Josiah Hugs who goes in and out of jail, and he was on a roster, Yellowstone County, and the owner of that uh, sober living house went up to my friend and was laughing. He was like, oh, Josiah landed in jail, huh? Did he relapse so he's back in there, huh? And he's like laughing around about it. So then what you said right now is like, okay, he thought I was in jail, he felt safe and he's joking, laughing around and kind of dogging me in front of my friend whom he knows is my friend. But he never done that before. Mm-hmm. And he haven't done that since. When my friend told me, he's like, he's like, no, that's a different Josiah. Josiah, I just talked to him a little bit ago. And then he's just like, <laughs> got scared look on his face and like quit, like never brought it up again. Shafted. So I was like, okay. This dude, he fears me. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that don't, that don't probably don't want to hear all that, but I've seen it. And and look, and here's the other thing too. I gotta throw this in there, otherwise I wouldn't be doing my job. Yeah. But there is that chance for rehabilitation, but it's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. It, it's maybe it's not supposed to be easy. Um, that's a different argument for a different day. Mm. But you really, really have to dedicate yourself to that, and it's. I can see, especially people like that struggle with what we're going through with addiction and mental health issues, depression, mm-hmm. low self-worth, low self-esteem. Yeah. And all this historical trauma as, well, as indigenous people, but, you know, people of color. Um, the, all those things that we're going through, I can, re- I can easily see how um, someone can say, you know what? I'm just, this is designed for me to fail, so I'm just going to go with that. Yep. And then so many people do. Because it's 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 an e- it's easier way it's just to kind of it's almost like saying I'm 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 accepting my fate. Yeah. As it was given to me. Mm-hmm. And so I think the the best thing to do is like it, you know we're we're talking about people coming to the aid of a gentleman and hitting other people with chairs and stuff and well, I'm not mad at that. I will say <laughs> that we can do that maybe in a more, you know, a more figurative type of way. Like we see our brothers and sisters who are struggling with addiction, struggling with the legal system, struggling mm. uh, with housing or employment or whatever the case may be, mental health issues. The list can go on and on. 
when we see them struggling, then we come to their aid with a figurative chair. Yeah. Right? Like, how can I help you? And The, the and chair I, of hope. The chair of hope. There you go. Beat Ooh. their ass with the you chair of hope. Can, <laughs> y- you can be the inventor of the chair of hope. <laughs> yeah, come to me. I'll beat you with the chair of hope. <laughs> beat you over the head with the chair of hope. <laughs> the hope chair. I, kinda, I was kind of worried about where that was going to end up, but I like that. Yeah. I, like, I like where we ended up. <laughs> So they're saying that it's not called the folding chair anymore. It's called the Alabama Slammer. (laughs) 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 You grab those Alabama Slammers. One one meme I did like though is when uh, they were showing those that old like nineteen fifties black and white photo of the the white people on the bus, and it says "Have a seat," and there's one in the back. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it says twenty twenty three. Have a seat, and it just has that folding chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. I thought that was pretty. I, I mean, I got, I, I got to be honest, man. Some of those people are creative. I, I they, they're pretty creative with their memes and stuff. Oh yeah. But the one I didn't see. Remember, I mentioned this to you earlier mm. on over text. I was like, how come we didn't see a meme of the guy that jumped in the water and swam over there? Oh yeah. Something along the lines of who says black people can't swim? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, breaking stairs. Break, yeah, right. there, there goes one stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that would have been clever. I thought it was clever. I couldn't believe I was the one. It's got. It's got to be out there. Oh yeah, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's uh, go back to Tahine here. <laughs> Sorry and, about uh, that. Sorry. No, it's no, all good. No, it's all no, good. This, uh. is, this is the way a conversation goes, <laughs> especially with me. So, so <laughs> you're headed to black. You're, you're headed to Flathead and yeah. Blackfeet community. Yeah. So what what is like uh what what's going to happen? What what are pe- what should people expect when they're coming out? Well, um we're going to have information, we're going to have voter registration services, we're going to have food. Nice. We're going to feed people, we're going to have prizes. Nice. We're going to have um an opportunity to you know, be heard out on um the important things that are happening in the community, mm. like all the, you know, I don't want to call them problems, but all the issues that yeah. are going on we want to hear that too and so we want we want community members to come out um you know meet us have a have a meal on us um and and you know yeah we're gonna have a presentation and i'm gonna gonna talk to people um but um there's also space and we want to allow that space to hear people out on on what's going on because you know that that face-to-face time is the best way to to get a sense, you know, you know, get your finger on the pulse of what's going on, and mm-hmm. especially some of these little communities, because we're going to places like you know Pryor, and mm-hmm. um, we're going to like you know Native Bernie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, just you know the little places, right? Yeah, that um, don't even get you know even your political campaigns; they don't ever go to these places. So yeah, they barely even got one store, they, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or anything, anything. Yeah. Um, and so, um, but it's been it's been good so far. People have been welcoming. Um, you know, it's the first time we've ever done this, and it's it's going to be something that we're going to be doing regularly, probably every year, is doing sort of okay. a, this kind of um, community tour. And so, um, yeah, uh, really, really want to uh, really want to encourage people to come out. We're going to be um, hitting up um, 
Let's see, Pablo, um, St. Ignatius Mission, and uh, RLE this, okay. uh, on Monday and Tuesday. So mm-hmm. um, on Facebook uh, is uh, information about okay. our tour stops. That's where we have that. And uh, mm-hmm. people don't have to register or anything. You just show yeah. up. Um, so, um, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. We, you should definitely in your planning meetings because, like, we, we've been talking about it for, like, the past couple of years of, like, doing a tour. Like going to the reservations and like putting on a show and like putting on, giving him, feeding them and then putting on like just an episode. Like a live broadcast? Live broadcast. <laughs> I like that. Uh, interviewing people from the community that are in recovery. Blah, blah, blah. Right, we're going to be like a Western Native Voice Unspoken Words tour. That would be great. So like you guys do your deal during the day and then we, we work it out so we're at the local tribal college. And yeah. we're putting on a show that night. Oh, yeah. You know, with it's just a live show. We're just every, smacking them with all kinds of chairs of hope. Yeah. <laughs> all kinds of Alabama slammers. That's right. <laughs> of hope. <laughs> hope. Always some, of hope. You got some stuff to share before we close out here? Yeah. So just wanted to, um, so we're going to be in, um, let's see here. Where am I at? So we're going to be um, in Pablo at Sailor's Kootenai College. Uh, we're going to be in the John Peter Paul or something like that. <laughs> we're going to be at St. Scrutiny College um, and at St. Ignatius. We're going to be um, at the high school and then at the community center in R. Lee. Um, let me just double check that real quick before I um, give you all the incorrect information. <laughs> but that's uh, that's what I have at least. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we really want to make sure people come out and, um, yeah, just spend some time with us. Um, all right, I got okay. I gotta I gotta redo this. Okay. Otherwise, I'm gonna get in trouble. So, uh, <laughs> in Pablo, uh, it's at uh, it's on Monday the 14th. Okay. At 6 p.m. Uh, at Sailors Kootenai College, John Peter Paul, Room 102. Um, the next day we're doing two of them, one in St. Ignatius or mission, mm-hmm. uh, at noon at the St. Ignatius community fitness center. Okay. So not the high school, the fitness, the community fitness center. And then in our Lee, um, on Tuesday, the 15th at 3 PM mm-hmm. at the our Lee community center. Okay. So that, those are the for sure dates that we have coming up. Um, we might add a Ronan stop in there, but, okay. uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then I, from there, are you guys going to go through the pass and go to Blackfeet? And then the next week, the next Monday and Tuesday. So that's, oh, okay. uh, so you yeah. guys are coming back. And then yeah, we're going to be coming back. It, you know, we, it's, uh, this tour life is not for the faint of heart. I will oh, tell no, you no, that. no, no, no. You know, so uh, I went on the college <laughs> fair tour and all we did was we went to Blackfeet and then we went to Salish and then came back. Mm-hmm. But that was, yeah. I mean that was just a two three day or oh, and that yeah. was that was a, yeah 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 I know what you mean yeah the um the four pack one it was hot out there mm. and you know we had we did some canvassing too so yeah. that's another thing that we're that part of our team goes around door to door and you know registers people to vote anyway um you know we have a new team and they're um they're really they're really hungry to get out there and nice. so have a lot of energy uh, and so we'll be in Blackfeet on August twenty first and twenty second. Uh, and then Great Falls on August 28th. Uh, then we're going to be doing um, at least two in Billings. Okay. Um, on August 31st and September 1st. 
Okay. Um, one of them will be at our uh, offices uh, on the West End, and then we're trying to we're trying to get Eagle Seeker um, oh, yeah, for yeah. the for the thirty first. Nice. Um, and um, there's that. Um, uh, I don't know if y'all know about the uh, Mama Jones the food truck. Uh, they do um, fry bread and oh yeah, yeah yeah. So I haven't had their food yet, um, but I reached. Uh, we're trying to get them to. Uh, I think they're the as far as I'm aware of, and correct me if I'm wrong, the only native uh, food truck in the town. Yeah, um, I think so. And so um want to want to give them some business. What um, was it called again? Mama Jones. Mama Jones. Like J-O-A-N. You know what it looks mm-hmm. like? Um, it's a trailer. It's like a trailer. It's like pink? Yeah. I want to say. I, I just seen it. I was at uh, the event, uh, the backpack giveaway on Monday evening Yeah, at Eagle Seeker, and it was parked there. I seen it. Yeah. See, because I always hear these... Oh, you got to try out this food truck, but they're always moving. Damn it. Can never catch up to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with food That's trucks. The they got wheels. Trucks, they man. got wheels. They move. They keep moving on me. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then in uh, October, uh, we're going to be going out to Fort Belknap and Rocky Boy. And nice. that will be on uh, October 9th uh, in Rocky Boy. Um, we're going to be. Going to two locations, Agency mm-hmm. and then um, Bono, I think is how you pronounce it. Wherever the college is, wherever um, uh, Stone Child is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Tuesday, October 10th, we'll be in Fort Belknap. Um, we'll be visiting Agency. Um, uh, oh, shoot. There. <laughs> I'm never going to hear the end of this from Fort Belknap. Uh, we're going to go to Agency, Lodgepole, and Hayes. There we go. Okay. Okay. So, man, that's and, good. And that's when, good. when I mean trying to get every community, I mean every community, oh, yeah, right? Sure. And so, like, that's um, it's a lot of a lot of road time. Um, mm-hmm. But um, you know, I've I can probably say my whole presentation in my sleep at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way, man. I got I got my presentations I yeah, memorized. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, that's cool, man. That's awesome that you guys are doing that and. Like I said, man, hit us up for next year, man. I'm down to yeah, go down to the reservations and take our show on the road. On the road show. show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Absolutely. I hey. mean, uh, you, there's going to be an election. Yeah. You know, we're going to be out there. And yeah. so let's let's make it happen. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Rile up some Indians. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, sir. Get them to the voting booth. Because how often does a podcast come to... Places, you know, mm, exactly. Yeah, not at all. No, never. Yeah, it'll wow. be good to talk to people in the community that are, you know, that are walking the red road, that are in recovery. Absolutely, you know, identifying those people beforehand. And there's there's stories out there. Oh, for sure. And yeah, every community got you know they got sober people. Oh, it's yeah. not all bad. Oh, one question: As yeah. you guys are canvassing, how hard are the rest dogs they they they, Ooh, they, they man. Well, you know, I. I almost got nipped by one in Wolf Point. <laughs> I was I was not careful just for one second. And uh. little, it was like just this ankle biter, right? <laughs> this, this little mutt, right? Uh, little tiny ones. Little huh? tiny ones. Those uh, are always the ones that yep. are the most aggressive. Just sneak in there, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, almost got me, um, but I was able to shoot away. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I didn't hear about any any big uh, um, you know interactions with dogs. The we did get the the canvassing team um, some dog treats, oh, sort okay. of like a distraction, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, seemed to work out. No, that, that, you that's a good one. You should have had some baloney. 
Oh, yeah, that always or, like, works, Red Wieners. Yeah, yeah, you take those high-end treats, they're going to be like, what is this? <laughs> those high-end treats? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what is this milk bone? What, what is, is this, this processed bone? food? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a regular bone. <laughs> Give me a baloney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, <clears throat> well, when I hear, when I watch these reactions about Montgomery switching back over there, mm. uh, I hear people saying, I don't condone violence, but blah, 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 blah. You know, they start out with, I don't condone violence, you know. You know, I'm not going to say that about that whole thing, man. They did mm-hmm. what they had to do. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. did what they had to do, and I understand. Mm-hmm. And that's all. You know, that's my that's my official response. Yeah. My yeah. my official response is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, I, I'm... I'll go ahead and say it then I really don't condone violence. Honestly, not not anymore. Yeah. But they could they they probably save somebody's life. I mean, yeah. that's the way I see it cuz those things never ever end well mm-hmm. mm. for people of color. No. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. So, yeah, that was a pretty good episode. Thank you Tahin for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Just Falling in, yeah, from, no, from up above, yeah, just teleported or in this case, from down below, yeah, <laughs> just teleported up here, and we're like, hey, jump on, get put your headphones on, let's go, yeah. But um, you got any closing words for the people out there, the listeners? Well, you know, keep listening, keep keep on the road. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it can be hard out there, and some days are just not gonna are gonna feel like, what am I doing? What's no. my direction? Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm here to you know um, encourage as a community member, as an ally, as a friend that. You know, the road that people are on, you know, the red road is an important one, mm-hmm. right? Is one, it's the, uh, is the antidote to white supremacy culture. It's the antidote to, um, you know, the systems that have harmed historically and in the right now, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, proud of you, right? Yeah. Proud of you every day. Stay on it. And we're going to be here for you. Thank you for being here. It was we were wasn't sure if you were going to show or if you were coming in or not. You come through the door, and I'm like, "All right, here we go." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now there's a little miscommunication there, but he showed up in Indian time. No, (laughs) fashionably late. (laughs) Had to make his um, his late appearance, his grand entrance. Yeah, grand entrance, (laughs) grand entry, grand entry. No, I always appreciate when you come on. You know, Tahini, you always got some good words, and I know you guys are doing big things over there in the Western Native Voice. Thank you. Keep doing what you guys do. And, you know, I believe in it and I want to support it more. So just keep us in the loop, man, because we're down to support and come along and spread the gospel. That's right. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Again, thank you for coming on. Every time I listen to you speak, I learn something new. That's right. Insightful. I mean, I think you probably got you. Like you said, you got your thing down in your sleep. So <laughs> it's really inspiring to listen to. And um, I, I believe you're going to do a lot of good work out there. I appreciate it. Really, thank you. It's an honor. Oh, right on, right on. And to out there, to all our listeners, we love you. We appreciate you all over flat earth. And to our unspoken words, disciples, keep spreading unspoken words. Gospel, Billy Graham style. Ha, ha, hey. Uh, hey. Shout out to Montgomery. Montgomery Band Slammer. What would you call it? What? Alabama Slammer. Oh, yeah, that too. Shinnick. <laughs> <laughs> You are now listening to the unspoken
I get out my head. Plug in the mic and leave nothing unsaid. Uh. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk.